Welcome to the Move Forward Podcast with Dr. Kim Moss. We are here to move you forward in the call of God for your life, your career, and your ministry through prophetic insight, practical teaching, and powerful conversations with influential leaders. Never throw away your confidence. It is time to move forward. Miracles are for today. I've seen them all over the world. I am so glad you're with me today for Move Forward with Dr. Kim Moss. As you can see, we are in Studio B for the third week in a row with my very special guest, Dr. Randy Clark. Dr. Randy Clark is the Overseer of Global Awakening and the Apostolic Network of Global Awakening. He is best known for helping spark the move of God, now affectionately labeled the Toronto Blessing. In the years since, his influence has grown as an international speaker. He's noted primarily for revival, healing, and impartation. Randy's message is simple. God wants to use you. If you want to hear more about Randy Clark, you can listen to last week's show. You can look him up at globalawakening.com. He has received his MDiv from the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary and his Doctor of Ministry from United Theological Seminary. But Dr. Randy Clark is the founder and the president of Global Awakening Theological Seminary. We call it GATS. And he has created the Master of Divinity and Doctor of Ministry courses in that university. So when you go there, you will receive from him training, theological training, biblical training, and you will also receive from professors who have both the theory and the practice in the supernatural. So if you're thinking about getting an education, you should try Global Awakening Theological Seminary. Dr. Randy Clark, we are so excited to have you for a third week in a row. Thank you for being with us again this week. You're welcome, Kim. Glad to be with you. Always. (laughs) Always. We are good friends, and it's just so exciting to hear what's going on all over the world. We have really seen some amazing miracles together, and you have seen so many thousands and thousands and thousands all over the world, blind eyes open and deaf ears open and metal disappear in people's bodies and and things that we talked about last week where, where there were gulp, uh kidney stones just drop out of somebody's body and tumors dropping out, tumors disappearing. We have seen so many things, cancer healed, things that we have wanted to see healed for many, many years. And God is doing all of those things. And so what we want to talk about today is the gifts of the Holy Spirit and in particular words of knowledge. But I want to hear from you. Are the gifts for today, Randy? How do we know that they are for today? Well, Kim, thank you for asking that question. I, I would like to begin by just saying I wrote this book, The Essential Guide to the Power of the Holy Spirit, God's Miraculous Gifts at Work Today. And I, I did it to respond to a book that basically was didn't believe that the gifts were for today uh, by uh, uh, an author uh, that is writing a book called Strange Fire. And this has actually got the same table of contents, and I'm responding to why the gifts are for today, biblically, why responding to all the arguments that he had given uh, pretty much against certain gifts like healing, miracles, prophecy, tongues, interpretation of tongues, those five in particular. And so I deal with it. I give all the basic biblical scriptures. I, I, I you know, I uh, have drawn upon, of course, Dr. John Ruthven's material, who is, has written the, who is our mentor, by the way, Kim, you and I, Uh, The gold standard on uh, his book was called On the Cessation of the Charismata, 
uh, the Protestant polemic on post-biblical miracles. So that is the gold standard. And he was our mentor. And so we really were uh, uh, educated well on what the Bible actually says and what the Bible not only says, but emphasizes. So uh, the answer is yes, it is biblical. So. <laughs> so the gifts we're talking about, mostly the supernatural gifts, isn't that right? You know, when we talk about the Holy Spirit and what he does there, we can't limit him to just the comforting things and the, the grace issues. And actually even the word grace, I know Dr. Ruthven taught us that grace is actually the empowerment of the Holy Spirit that empowers us to do the supernatural words and deeds that Jesus did. So why do would some people believe that the gifts are not for today? I have no idea why people would believe that other <laughs> than they were taught that in seminary either because they were cessationists, when the word ceased, they were taught officially that those five gifts ended with the death of the apostles, the canonization of scripture. Secondly, they may have been taught that in seminary because they went to a liberal seminary that didn't believe in the supernatural period. They don't even believe that the miracles in the Bible were real, that they were legendary or mythological. So, so many pastors in uh, North America that have been trained have been trained in one of those two kinds of schools. That's why I wanted to have a school that we really emphasize that these things are still for today. And it would, it, it was be open to whether you're Pentecostal, charismatic, evangelical, uh, Catholic, uh, you know, Presbyterian Baptist, you, we, we could come and you would get a good teaching and training uh, from the biblical side, not only that they're biblically speaking for today, then how do you, how do you flow in these things? How do you recognize this God? How do we learn what, as Moses said to God, if I found favor in your sight, then teach me your ways that I may know you in uh, Exodus 33, 13. So that's one of the things of the school, heart and head, power and word. And uh, I, I'm just, I, it's needed. And and there's, there's, there's so much uh, stuff that's being taught that really isn't very good that goes against the accepted faith. And so we're, I wanted to have a school where we have the best of training for mind and heart, power and word, spirit and word. Yeah, I think that's really important. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about words of knowledge today and how that prophetic insight and understanding how we receive words of knowledge, what is a word of knowledge, why would we want to have a word of knowledge? So can you explain a little bit about words of knowledge and how they um, can actually enhance our ministry? Yes, I can. And, and because my time is so limited, Kim, I, I wanted to draw attention to this book that Bill Johnson and I wrote together, Essential Guide to Healing. The last two chapters, which we wrote uh, equal number of chapters, the last two chapters that I wrote in it, is probably one of the best places I've taught about how to get words of knowledge, how to recognize them, how to give them, how to pastor them, and then also how to pray for people uh, utilizing the, a model of prayer that we've uh, I learned from uh, John Wimber that has been taught all over the world. Uh, Mary Healy has taken it and uh, written a whole book on healing after she went to Brazil with us, and, and she has a chapter on the five-step prayer model, and she's the leader of the Catholic Charismatic Renewal for North America. And this is the book that she and I wrote together, Dr. Healy, The Spiritual Gifts Handbook, 
showing that this issue is not a, a Pentecostal issue. This is not even a Protestant Catholic issue. This is this is for the whole church, and uh, go and there's marvelous things in it. The other thing that tell a little bit is uh, this particular book, "The Power to Heal: Keys to Activating God's Healing Power in Your Life." This is forwarded by my uh, cardiologist, Dr. Chauncey Crandall. But anyway, I have a major section on how to get words of knowledge uh, in this book as well. So. Uh, let me just go ahead now and just share briefly uh, what I heard at, at, in five minutes when I first heard about words of knowledge. And I, why are they important? Well, let me start with that. I have every time I've seen the most healings always been connected to words of knowledge. The percentage of healings of people who come forward who are healed because there's a word of knowledge for them is significantly higher than those who come forward when there is no word of knowledge. And what happens is that word of knowledge creates in the prayer and the person being prayed for greater faith. I've never seen one miracle ever where there wasn't something God did to create by revelation, helping us to understand what he wants to do. This is what he wants to do in this moment. And usually that's happens through a word of knowledge. It can sometimes be an unusual circumstance, but it's usually a, a, a word of knowledge. So they help build faith for miracles. I've, like I said, never seen a miracle where there wasn't one. And they help build faith for greater healing, uh, uh, the greater percentage of people, people coming forward. And you say, well, what about the sovereignty of God? Well, words of knowledge is done by the sovereignty of God. You can't manufacture them. You can't make them. All you can do is just receive them. As a matter of fact, if you try to get them, it's actually harder. I tell people, don't try to get words of knowledge. Just go into a service or just say, Lord, I'm paying attention. Now that I know how to receive them, if you want to give them to me, I'm paying attention. And I'll, 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 if I'm going to the service, I'll take my phone and write it down in my notes. So that once I get five, I can't remember six without forgetting one of the other five. And then I get stressed out because I'm trying to, re try to remember them. But when I write them down and forget about it, I'm, I'm not, not worried. I can go back into worship. If something happens, I write it down, stop worship, write it down, go back into worship. So it's, it's a matter of receiving, not striving. So you can feel a pain that isn't yours. Here's, here's number one, feel a pain that isn't yours. Have an impression, name of a person, address, sickness, disease. Uh, uh, so you can feel it. You can think it. You can see it it's like a daydream. It could be an open vision. That's rare, but daydreams where it's like, an, it's a mind's eye, a mental picture in your mind of maybe even how somebody got hurt or what part of the body's hurt. So you can feel it. You can think it, you can see it. You can read it. I've never had this, but I've had a lot of people have, you actually see a word on somebody or you see a word written somewhere. It's not really there, but you're seeing it and you're reading it. It can be the name of the disease. Be, you know, it's a word. So you can feel it, think it, see it, read it. You can say it while you're praying or talking. You hear yourself say something you didn't plan to say. That's a key to unlocking a barrier or creating faith in that person to receive healing. Number six, you can dream them. This is the main way in Mozambique people get words of knowledge. And I did, I had never had one to, I was in Mozambique and I interviewed people. They told me that was the number one way they got words of knowledge. And a week or two later, I was in Brazil, I had this dream 
I now I'm cued in. This is another way God gives. So I had to fake to ask if this is God. And a guy came up and he got a miracle. His hand was paralyzed. I can't tell the story, but he had a miracle right then. And that faith, I, I didn't even get to pray. I mean, he put his hand in my hand before I could say, come Holy Spirit is already healed where the nerves have been cut. Arteries have been cut, you know, um, is, is paralyzed. So, and then unusual uh, circumstances that God gives you an interpretation to uh, like the red helmet story I told last week, you know, Oh God, I can't believe you're doing this. Uh, you gotta be kidding. <laughs> so that's ways you can get words of knowledge. And there's probably more ways. And having said that you can get pro prophetic words in the very same way that you can get words of knowledge. I was reading somebody yesterday, uh, reading a book and he basically was saying, he said, I actually think that these words of wisdom and words of knowledge uh, are part of the prophetic gift. <laughs> and so, um, and, and I, and I think they are too. I do know that they're, they're all revelatory. Uh, I always said they're the opposite sides of the same coin, same coin of revelation. And while I'm speaking of revelation, because some people are going to get upset. I said that word, I could say inspiration be fine. But if you say revelation, you're in trouble. I believe in general revelation in nature, special revelation of the scripture and specific revelation where the Holy Spirit, even today and forever, guides his people about specific issues in their life, decisions they need to make, and gives them personal direction through specific revelation that's not to be in any way considered special revelation. So, Randy, tell us, how how do you mainly receive uh, words of knowledge? I know that for me, um, I don't usually feel them. I don't usually dream them, though I have one time dreamt um, dreamt a, a word of knowledge. Um, for me, they come mostly as a mental picture um, or as I, I actually sometimes see them. So I read them, the one, the reading them. I was in a church uh, once a few years back, and while we were in worship, all of a sudden I saw a word appear on the back wall, and it was it just said "enter in." Now it wasn't a word of knowledge for healing, so I think that you're right when you say that words of knowledge can sometimes they they are part of the prophetic gift um, because they're not always for me they're not always for healing but I think for you they're mostly for healing tell us how did that start and how did you recognize that you were having a word of knowledge I had a telephone call where I called the Anaheim Vineyard uh, your your Belinda Vineyard then um, and talked to an intern who later became the, uh, the head of the, uh, the pastor of the church eventually, uh, Lance Pitluck. He was Presbyterian at the time. And he said, uh, do you believe in words and knowledge? And I said, yes, 1 Corinthians 13, 8. He said, well, good, you know the address. Do you know how to get them? Do you know how to receive them? Do you know how to recognize them? No, I don't. And he told me, uh, feel them, think them, see them, say them, read them. That's all. I, that's all. There's only five then. And uh, right after that, within a week, I had what I thought was a word of knowledge. I was scared. Didn't know if it was. I said, I said, I don't know if this really God or not. And I gave it. And a woman in my church got healed. Um, and then uh, I had a, a, a few more. And then when Blaine came with the vineyard team uh, right after that, and had an impartation from him through God, through him It's from God, but through him, um, they started happening. Now, in that first two weeks, what I found out afterwards, 
that if I felt them, I was 90% right. If I thought them, I was like 25% right. So I made a mistake <laughs> and I shut down and I didn't try to develop the, the impressions. I just leaned into the feeling because you can know where they're at, what they feel like, you know, a lot of details. Um, later, because I was only 32, later when I'm about 50, I realized that, you know, when I was 32, I didn't have any pains. Now I'm starting to get pains and the older I get, the more pains I'm going to get. So I told the Lord, we need to work <laughs> on the impressions. And and I would say, Kim, now I'd say it's about a 60, 40 or, or maybe 70, 30, somewhere in there. Uh, feeling them, uh, physical feelings and impressions. Uh, and then there are some, you know, um, um, dreams. Rarely dreams, but some mm -hmm. like that. So that's the way I get most of them. And 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 now the accuracy rate is is uh it's not 90, 25. I'd say now it's probably 90, 70. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that this gift goes so well with healing and it goes oh, yeah. so well with with prophesying. And um and and this is how the Holy Spirit works. I know that when I was in Brazil just a few weeks ago, actually, um probably a month or so, um, I was feeling, now I had been, I had been diagnosed with breast cancer a few years back and ended up having surgery, but on that same side and in that exact spot, I was having pain and I was having pain for two days while I was ministering to various churches in Brazil. And it took me a while to get it, to understand. At first I was like, what what is this? And then it dawned on me that perhaps I was having a feeling word of knowledge. And so in that last church that I was at, I called out left breast cancer is what I said, because that's what the pain was for me at the time. And the pain immediately went away. And there was one woman who actually had been just diagnosed and she had a tumor. And one of my team members went back, laid hands on her and the tumor disappeared. And so we were, we, I mean, so it was definitely a word yeah. of knowledge. It takes a little yeah. bit of a risk, yeah. you know, to, to, to go with it, to say with it. So, so Randy, how would you advise us to use this gift uh, for healing? And does, do you have to be a minister to do that? Do you have to be in a church to release those words of knowledge, how does it work with with um, evangelism, with right. healing? With tell us a little bit about that. But we were it. God loves people, and uh, I remember I taught my church what's called the democratization of the gifts. That it's not just for the God's man of power, woman of power for the hour. Our job is to equip the saints for the work of ministry, and so it's always been a focus of mine. So I had told my church in, in the Baptist church and then in the vineyard when I started the first vineyard in Illinois and the second in Missouri um, that God wants to use us. So but I, I did this experiment for 11 months I to get started in St. Louis uh, in Missouri. I fried donuts in 80 different stores as a trainer. And I said, Lord, I want to, this has to work or I'm not, I'm going to quit preaching and teaching people that they, they are to do this. And I wouldn't tell people as a pastor, I wouldn't tell them as a minister. I just, they just knew I was a donut fryer and they work in a secular job. I saw more people get healed in the Kroger stores than I did in the meetings I was starting the church with. Almost all of them were lost. Words of knowledge were ways of helping them get aware God was 
uh, real, that he loved them. And uh, uh, it, it, so it's what we call power evangelism. It, it, it doesn't replace sharing the gospel, but it, it helps open them up to the gospel that's being shared. And so I, it's extremely important. And it's not just for the church. It's for the streets. It's, it's for the, the lost. We had a woman in Copenhagen, one of the most secular cities in the United States. She had never prayed for anybody in her life. She got an impartation in a, in a meeting we had, and she's introverted. And she had 1,000 in, in uh, five years, 1,800 recorded healings on the streets of Copenhagen of people she prayed for. Them. And a lot of times it involved gifts of the Holy Spirit, including word of knowledge. Uh, it's 42 percent of the people she'd prayed for, which is extremely high. So, yeah, it is for everybody, not just for pastors. So if it's for everybody, then all of those who are watching this program and all of those who have desired so much to see signs and wonders and miracles, this gift can be activated in them. Isn't that right? How would we do that? And would you please uh, set that up for people to have faith for it and then pray for us to receive an activation? All right. Well, the best way I know to set it up is just to tell the truth, which is ever since 1984 and when Blaine Cook came to my Baptist church, within two weeks, I was out teaching what I knew. I knew about this much but I knew that's that much more than any, the, the people I was going to. <laughs> Every time, Kim, I've taught like I did today, you can feel them, think them, you know, it happens. People start getting them. So there will be people. I have no doubt at all. There are going to be people who have, maybe they've had them, but they didn't know they were having them. They didn't recognize it. They're, and if they'll just take courage to ask, you know, I, I don't know if this is God or not, but do you have this? Uh, or, or to share in the in the in the church um, or at work. So it's going to happen. That's the only thing I can say. This is going to happen. I'm going to pray, and and God's going to uh, start giving them to him. You may have a, a emotion. You may not. You may feel something. You may not. You may. It may just be the the the. It's going to be released go, because you're going to know how to recognize it now. Recognize them. Words of knowledge, and you'll have to step out in faith. Faith is spelled R-I-S-K. And you have to get the feedback loop. Was I right? Where did I miss if I wasn't? And, and you'll grow. You'll grow in it. So I'm going to pray right now. Just close your eyes and hold your hands out in front of you like you want to have a gift put in. Laid in your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for what you're about to do. In the authority of Jesus' name and standing in the office that you've called me to, God, I bless the people. I bless those that will watch this program. Lord, I'm amazed at how your technology works, that they can even be a, a tenth rerun years down the road, and God will have you'll have it arranged that the right person will hear that and you'll come and touch them. God, I, I thank you for the people that are going to be activated right now. I thank you. I praise you. I pray you give them courage, and I pray, God, that they would not treat this gift as just a gift. But Lord, they'd understand this is you. This is you coming to them. This is you speaking to them. This is presence, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E, -E -E, as well as present or a gift. 
So Lord, we bless them. I pray that as you start using them, it would humble them. As they start believing they're hearing from God, that God's speaking to them, they'd be so excited. Lord, and they'd be appreciative and they'd, they'd praise you and, and they'd thank you. And I pray that they would not only have the word, but they'd have faith in and they'd learn how to pray. And I thank you, Lord. They learn how to pray with the Holy Spirit, dependent on Holy Spirit in a way that they would begin to see people get healed in the authority of the name of Jesus. Thank you, God, for what you are doing. And I bless them. Multiply your power. Activate these gifts. I pray they start feeling pain that isn't theirs, that have impressions, that have mental pictures, that they'd have automatic speech, they'd say things they hadn't planned on saying. Uh, Lord, they'd have uh, dreams, they'd have unusual experiences that helps them to know what you're doing. And I, I, I pray, Father, in Jesus' name, that Lord, even sometimes they'll smell a smell that they know is, leads to somebody in a bondage or addiction. I, I pray, Lord, that the, every sense of their body would be used and even their emotions that when they feel all of a sudden anxious, it's because some and they don't normally feel anxious. It's because they're around somebody's feeling that. So it's not only physical problems, but also uh, emotional uh, problems as well. In the name of Jesus, God, thank you, thank you, thank you. I think people right now, you're feeling electricity coming on the back of your head right over here. That's a sign God's touching you and he's going to, he wants to encourage you. So I bless it in Jesus name. Back to Kim. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Wow. That was amazing. And we should, we should next time we meet do the, how to pray. for the Okay. That's, well, that's, we'll do that then um, for sure. The five-step yeah. prayer model for yeah, sure. And, um, Hey, get my dissertation. It has the difference yeah. between how to recognize placebo effect versus real faith. Uh, and, you know, how do you know it's not placebo effect? I, it was written at doctoral level. My my professor said it was a crossover. It was it should have been done with distinction. It could have been a Ph.D. Um, Randy Clark dissertation. It has so much in it that will help you biblically, theologically, historically and medically. Randy Clark dissertation. Just Google it. And it will take you to it. It's free, saves you $50. <laughs> That's wonderful. And you can find out more about Randy at www.globalawakening.com. All of the books that he showed today are in his store. He's written many, many books. All of them are, are so informational. They're biblically based. They're theologically sound. So get the books and learn more about words of knowledge, about, about healing, and about the Holy Spirit. Uh, I the book more. There is more. Start with that one. If you've never read anything by Randy Clark, start with There is More. Well, that's all we have for today. Randy Clark, thank you so much, my friend, for being on the program. Randy is, if you didn't know, he's like a spiritual father to me. It's Dr. Randy Clark. And we thank you so much for being on the show. That's it for today. We'll see you again next Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time for Move Forward with Dr. Kim Moss. Bless you. And always remember, Never throw away your confidence. Keep moving forward. Thank you for joining us for the Move Forward podcast. We would love for you to rate this podcast and share it with a friend. You can connect with Dr. Kim on social media. For those links and more, visit her website, kimmoss.com. Host Dr. Kim Moss leads Kim Moss Ministries and women of our time. 
She is the author of Prophetic Community, The Way of the Kingdom, Facing Ziklag, and The Four Questions. You can find those books on Amazon. Remember, never throw away your confidence. It is time to move forward.